Hello, hello, and welcome to The Art of Being You with me, Rachel Wortman. You guys, this podcast is all about learning to be who God created you to be, embracing that person, and ultimately living your best life with Jesus. We've got a lot of great content today, so let's get to it in The Art of Being You. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Welcome to the art of being you. Today, we are talking about something I think we all experience. I want to talk to you about what do you do on those days where you feel like you're just over life? You know, you've had enough, you're tired, maybe unmotivated. And how do you get out of that mentality? I don't know about you, but I have had my fair share of those kinds of days in 2020. I mean, between COVID, quarantine, having to wear a mask one more time, canceling plans, trying to make new plans, not sure if those are going to get canceled and all the things that you know, because you're living through it as well. There's just so many moments that I found myself going, oh, seriously, I am over it. I actually really enjoy doing puzzles. I'm um, I'm an exclusive Disney puzzler. Okay, maybe not, but most of my, pretty much all of my puzzles are Disney themed and makes it fun. Sometimes the kids will do it with me. And I have tripled my puzzle collection this year. And what that means is that I've had a lot of days where I just feel like, I'm phoning it in. I'm just going to do a puzzle because you and I both know that doing a puzzle does nothing in the big scheme of our lives. Like it doesn't advance my career. It does not help my ministry. It doesn't do anything except provide my mind a little bit of respite. And I'm thinking I'm not alone in this. Am I right? I'm thinking I'm not the only one that has had more than my fair share of days where I'm just like, right? Put me in the bed tuck me in, turn on Netflix and leave me alone. And I think the election has caused this kind of stuff. Oh man, this has just been a tough year and it's been a long time, possibly even longer than my entire life where collectively as a nation and dare I say, even as a human race, that we have felt something that we felt collective limitation. We have felt challenge. We've felt you know, this sort of we're all in this together mentality, but in the sense that it has all brought, it's brought all of us to the end of our rope. And what I've noticed is that when we're in the end of our rope, when we're there at that place, different things come out of us. Some of us detach, some of us get angry, some of us, you know, we just become overly positive, like obnoxiously positive, um, and everything in between, because it's really difficult to navigate something like what we're going through. But here's the other thing I know to be true. 2020 is not a year of wasted time. From God's perspective, he is not looking at 2020 as a holding pattern. He's not looking at it as this is your year to just puzzle your way through every day and not care about anything in humanity. No, this is actually the time for us to rise up, for us to grow, for us to advance, for us to pursue Jesus. So how do you do that when you have days, maybe weeks, and I hope not months where you just feel, ugh, you know, there's no even word for it except just, ugh. that's what we're covering in today's episode. If you don't feel like that right now, props to you, virtual high five. Uh, I'm guessing at some point in the future you will. So take a listen and keep this stored for coming weeks. But here's what I know to be true for myself. And I know I shared this with you guys a couple of weeks ago. 
but on repeat in my mind for the last two months has been this phrase, an object in motion tends to stay in motion and an object at rest tends to stay at rest. And what that means to me is that when I come to a full stop, the odds that I'm going to be able to go to a full force start in, you know, a a second's notice are very low. When I slow down a little bit, but don't completely stop, then I can move forward and create more momentum easier, but it's still difficult. When I'm moving forward, but I'm pivoting to the left and the right, that is the sweet spot. Now, I know we cannot all sustain that motion all of the days of our life. I know we need times to slow down, times to rest. But in general, I think 2020 has told us that we need a lot more rest than we do because we're just over the circumstances around us. So my challenge to you is what are you going to do with the last two months of 2020? What are you going to do? We've got a couple weeks in November and a couple weeks in December. And if you factor out the holidays, that means the year is dwindling to a close. I don't know about you. Maybe some of you listening are thinking, yes, and that means that I should check out and not review my goals. But for me, I'm the kind of person who's saying, all right, it's the beginning of November. Where am I at with the goals that I set in place? Have I even tried? Now, my my level of... of um, measurement, just so that you know, is I'm not going for perfection ever in my life. I'm going for forward motion. So I want to see significant forward motion, but I also just want to see some forward motion, right? Certain projects, especially things that God has called me to do. Now, those things I feel like I got to complete them because I'm doing that for the Lord. But the stuff that I want to do, things that are kind of like in my domain, uh, you know, those are things that I'm going, I want to see forward motion. Here's a great example. 2020 for me and for a number of my friends was the year that we all committed to focusing on our health. Not really collectively, there's no accountability to it, but I just noticed that a number of us were saying different than other years, this is the year. You know, one friend would say, if I do nothing else this year, I will learn to eat better foods. Uh, I've heard several friends say sentiments similar. And I think that that is one of those goals where we have to step back and say, have we made forward motion? Have we done anything with it? Have we tried? Have we failed? And have we tried again? Where are we at with that? My question to you, my first question today is where are you at with your 2020 goals? Have we lost sight of them altogether? Well, you've still got two months. So pull them out, take another look and see, is there something worth fighting for on that list? Is there something worth going after on that list? For me, when I'm feeling blah, when I'm feeling over it, when I'm feeling at max capacity, I actually do the following. This is what I, this is real talk moment. I have a conversation with myself as if I'm not me and I'll tell myself, listen, do you really feel like you're at the end of your rope? I mean, is this a a really drastic situation or are things just not going your way and it's making you feel annoyed? Are you actually really tired or are you experiencing the byproduct of eating heavy carbohydrate foods or, or seriously sugary foods that are causing, you know, a spike in your blood sugar or whatever that causes an insulin crash? I have to ask myself these things. What's really going on? Because if I don't get honest, then I maintain the same forward motion, which is not always towards the goal I want it to be. Does this make sense? If I don't get honest with myself, then I don't know how to apply the pressure I need to move forward. So what I've been doing lately is is asking myself, are you really tired or are you just so annoyed that the only option 
is to be tired. In other words, are you so annoyed at the things you can't control that, you know, choosing to check out is something that you can control. And if I can identify that and say, yeah, you know what? That's true. Then I can step back and say, all right, I have another choice to make. I have to choose. Am I wasting this year or am I doing something with it despite the obstacles? I love this idea that essentially we are called to be spiritual bulldozers. Now, you may have never heard this before, but uh, this is something my husband's been thinking about for a number of years and there's fruit of it in his life for sure. But it's this idea that the obstacles that we face in our life, we have to decide, are they meant to tell us that we're doing something wrong or are they meant to be broken through or are they just there? So many of us, we experience these obstacles and then we think, well, okay, this must mean that God is not in it, right? The, the door is not opening. The challenge is not going away. So maybe I missed it from the Lord. Other times we say, well, the challenge is there and that must mean that God is in it. But then that sometimes fizzles out as well. And where I've come to land is that the challenge is there, full stop. The challenge is there, period. It's going to be there whether you feel like the thing you're doing is something God called you to do. It's going to be there whether you think it's something that you want to do and God had nothing to do with it. It's going to be there because life has challenges. It's, it's just like when an airplane is lifting off, the greatest amount of pressure that comes against the airplane is the moments that it's taking off the ground. And it has to apply extra force to get up off the ground to break that little barrier of pressure. It's not because the plane is going the wrong place or, you know, really anything if we want to dig down deep into it. There's no real reason except for that's just the way that it works. I want to say to you, obstacles are the way that life works. Sometimes it could mean that God is in it and you need to push through. Sometimes it means that God is not in it and you're going to have to push hard. Other times it just means that obstacles exist. Here's where I'm going with this. If you and I choose to be a spiritual bulldozer, a spiritual bulldozer, then what we do is we defeat every obstacle in our path, regardless of what it is. So if the obstacle is our very own self, our very own, you know, lack of energy, our our lack of motivation, our lack of vision, our are really, we could fill in the blank through so many different things in that. Then let's be bulldozers and let's crush that obstacle, not because it has any significant meaning, but just because it's there and it's keeping you from what you really should be doing, which is seizing the moment that we're in. I was, I'm in a couple of groups on Facebook for church people. Um, you know, some of them are for graphic designers for churches. Others are for worship people, stuff like that. And really good community with hundreds. In fact, some of them are thousands of different churches across the nation. And uh, somebody said, Hey, so what's everybody planning for 2021? And I loved this thread. Somebody else said, I think we all have PTSD from planning so many things in 2020 and having them all be canceled. And somebody else said, our 2021 vision is going to be hindsight is 2020. I thought it was really pretty funny in a number of ways. Because we're all trying to make the best out of this year, right? We're all trying to salvage something out of it. But I want to say to you that when our focus is not on the obstacles, our focus is on the vision that we're laying out, the goals that we're going after, then the challenges, they just diminish in size. So even the challenge of your own personal energy, even the challenge of your own personal motivation diminishes in size because you know what you're fighting towards. You know where you're growing to. This is why having a vision is so important. So in our church, our Bethel OKC church, our 2020 vision is abundance. 
living an abundant life with Jesus. And that includes everything from finances to relationships, to the amount of peace, freedom, joy, deliverance in your heart. It means breakthrough. It it means all these things, living a life of overflow, right? That's what we're going for. And so for me, as I've navigated this year, the big question on my mind has been, am I walking in abundance in this area? And if not, what am I going to do about it? So on the days that I'm feeling blah, on the days that I'm feeling like I'm just over it, this is running in the back of my mind. Now, it's not running from this neurotic place of like, I have to fulfill, I have to achieve, which would kind of be striving. It's not running from that. It's more running from the perspective that I understand obstacles in the role that they play. And I'm not afraid of them. And I really want to challenge you to be in the same place. Don't be afraid of the difficulty that comes your way when you're going forward. Remember, it's not just about going forward in God. It's just going forward in life. And that is going to mean there's going to be obstacles just like the way that a plane takes off. It cannot take off. It cannot have liftoff without that resistance against the wings. If we interpreted every obstacle as proof that we're doing something wrong, then nobody would fly, right? Nobody would fly because we'd say, well, we got to find an easier way. Listen, friend, I want to tell you at this point in life, there's no easy way through 2020, right? There's only through it. There's only rising up. There's only moving forward and engaging with the life that you have. I know for a lot of us, the life we have right now is actually not the life that we want. It's not the life that we thought we were going to have. It's not the one that we were dreaming about. But listen, the reins to your horse are in your hand. And I want to encourage you. This is just the theme of today. Do something about it. Take advantage of the opportunity that you do have. Don't interpret the obstacle as, as you know, proof that God is not in it. And on the flip side, don't interpret the obstacle as proof that God is in it. Just move forward no matter what what? No matter what. One of the things that I like to do, you know, and if you listen to the episode from a couple of weeks ago, where we talked about having a Sabbath lifestyle. I actually do like to take a day of rest. I try to do it weekly. And on those days, I'll do a puzzle on those days. I'll, I'll just watch TV. I'll just kind of veg out. I'll, I'll not answer email. I will not have difficult conversations if I can avoid it. On those days, I just take time for me, but the tendency is to make those days last into a week, right? Last into a month, maybe, hopefully not. And so here's, here's what I do. I look at my life and I go, all right, when was the last time you had a day where you did nothing? And is this moment of doing nothing actually your own personal distraction from doing the hard thing? Is this moment where you're saying, treat yourself, you deserve a break, you deserve some time to just kind of veg, right? Is that actually me backing down from challenge because I'm not entirely sure that I can make it through? Is that really a deflector mechanism? And if it's not, then I'll go for that Sabbath moment with full abandon. But if it is, well, then I got to do something different. Because you and I, we do not have time to waste in this life, right? We don't have time to waste where we spend months at a time in a holding pattern, not dealing with the difficult things. Why? Because the difficult things are always going to be there. And so what has to happen is you and I have to get tenacious. We got to be like bulldozers where whatever we see, no matter why it's there, it doesn't keep us from the things we're going after. Whether that's healthy lifestyle, whether that's bettering our marriage, bettering our friendships, having friends, making friends, whether that's, you know, investing in a hobby, trying to do a side gig, no matter what it is. 
that you and I become bulldozers, that we, that we can crush through the obstacles and do the things that God wants us to do. So I'm going to keep it a little bit short today uh, because that was really what was on my heart for all of us. Don't let the blah pattern go from a day into a week and definitely don't let it go into a month. And if you're saying to yourself, man, 2020 has been a year where I have really not done much. I've kind of bought into this holding pattern thing. I just want to encourage you break out of that right now. Take advantage of the, the maybe hopefully the moment of motivation you feel in this moment and make a different choice. Seize seize it, right? Seize that day and do something different. I'm praying for you. We are going to get through this together. This is still going to be a great year. It has the makings for an opportunity for you to rise and shine and do awesome forward motion towards the things that matter to you. You've got two months to do that. I'm praying for you. I'm thinking about you. Until next time, be blessed. So you've just listened to The Art of Being You with Rachel Wartman. I hope you enjoyed this episode of my podcast. And listen, it would mean the world to me if you would subscribe and rate or review this podcast on wherever you're listening from. Also, share it with a friend. Help me get the word out. Until next time, be blessed.